Hey everyone. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today? Um, how are you doing this morning or this afternoon or whenever you are listening to the podcast? Um, welcome back to, um, welcome back. Uh, this is the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. Um, if you are new here, thank you so much for joining me and, um, yeah, welcome. My name is Rebecca. I am the host of this podcast. I'm so excited you're here. And for those of you who are joining me, um, thank you so much for stopping by again. It means a whole lot that you, um, are coming back to the podcast. So, um, today, so it's Monday and I don't know, I feel like, I feel like a lot of stuff has happened in the past few weeks that I've really wanted to just sort of talk about and sort of address and I don't know, maybe this is just me or maybe it's just, you know, an across the board thing, but, um, I feel like there is, especially for maybe people who are just starting out and their entrepreneur, um, entrepreneurial journey, <laughs> their entrepreneurial journey, or even just like, you know, starting off in like their creative career and really embracing that. I feel like there's a lot of um, resistance against, oh my gosh, like, who am I to do this? Like, why am I even doing this? Who am I to do this, um, to do this artistic thing? Like, who am I to sell my products to? Who am I to teach, you know, my skill set to? Like, who am I to do this? And that right there is something that I have definitely had cross through my, um, through my own thoughts myself, something that I've been really working hard to sort of get through. And it is, um, it's imposter syndrome. So I feel like, you know, maybe we've heard this before. Maybe we haven't heard what it, um, what this was before. Um, imposter syndrome is basically feeling like whatever we're doing, we should not be doing because we don't feel qualified in one way or another. Um, to do, you know, what we're gifted at. And I get it, right? Right? I mean, it's like, you know, why after all of this training and all of this learning that I've done, whether that's going to a trade school, whether that's spending, you know, 10 years doing this creative thing you love, or even going to school um, to get a degree for this, it's like, why do I still feel like I'm not qualified to be doing what I'm doing? Like, hey mom, like, why did no one tell me that even though I have all of this education and all of this experience, why do I still feel this way? Um, and first off, I want to say that imposter syndrome is something that we all feel. Um, I feel it. I know that the people that I have been on this like journey with um who are you know working on their own businesses they are also they've experienced it and i think everyone at some point or another is has had that thought what am i doing i'm not qualified to do this whether it's in a job or in a um you know in a career path or you know i'm sure even as um new parents sometimes you know those new parents are faced with ah, I don't know why I'm, like, who am I to do this? Like, I'm just, like, I'm just a parent, you know? Like, I'm a new parent. I'm, you know, I've never done this before. Who am I to do this? And yeah, I mean, I think imposter syndrome, it pops up in places we don't expect it to. It's really, 
really prominent, I feel, depending on what we're sort of fighting against. And, you know, like I said earlier, um, I've, um, I sort of felt imposter syndrome a lot, especially when I was working on starting this business. I, I felt like, who am I to share my experience and my, you know, the stuff that, you know, I just find supernaturally like easy. Like, who am I to share this with people? Like who wants to understand, like who wants to know how to, you know, um, help get their creative career off the ground. Who wants to know how to manage their finances, um, as an artist with fluctuating income? Like, who wants to know that? And I didn't think anyone did want to know it. Um, so I've definitely felt imposter syndrome there. Um, I felt imposter syndrome with, you know, just putting myself out there, starting this podcast, starting my business, saying I'm an expert in things. Like, I felt like I shouldn't be saying it because I'm like, who am I to say this? And, that is, every time we feel that, or that little thought goes through our head, um, that is resistance. That resistance in your life that for one reason or another has just sort of like started to creep up and it's there and it's like, you know, loud, like blaring in front of your face. It's like, who are you to do this? And when we hit that resistance, like when we hit that wall, our first instinct is just sort of like, you know, fold back into ourselves and be like, okay, I'm not going to go down this. Like, this is hard. Like, I'm, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not qualified or, you know, whatever the, whatever we, it is that we tell ourselves. That's that resistance. And, you know, it's kind of like, I, I understand where it comes from, but also, you know, we 100% need to ignore it. And let me tell you why. So I think that with imposter syndrome and with um, just feeling like we're not qualified to do something, that is our own insecurities and our own fear sort of creeping up and taking over. And, you know, I get it. We all have insecurities. We all have fears. They're all completely and 100% valid. And, you know, at the same time, I'm just like, well, who am I to let these fears take, take over, you know, what I want to do. There was, um, there was a huge time in my life, especially like from when I was first starting out, first starting out as an actor, um, I ran into major imposter syndrome. You know, I graduated, I had a four-year degree in theater performance. Like I had literally studied this for, for four years to get my degree. And I was like, who am I to be auditioning for all of these like all these productions, all of these shows, all of these, you know, um, all of these opportunities, like who am I to be auditioning for these? Like, I'm just, you know, a person, I'm just a girl from, you know, Northern Virginia. And something that I've been hearing a lot is, and I think this is super important when it comes to imposter syndrome is who, like, who are you not to do this? And I think when all of a sudden the question goes from who am I to do this? And it's flipped to who are you not to do this? And that was first introduced to me by um, Kathy Heller, who has the Don't Keep Your Day Job podcast. She was like, you know, who are you not to do this? And I thought about it and I was like, oh yeah, like who am I not to, you know, share my gifts with the world? Who am I not to 
you know, go after what I want to show other Asian American artists, um, you know, a career in the entertainment industry is possible. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but I am adopted and um, I am Chinese American. So that was a huge thing for me. Like, who am I not? Like, I, I love theater. I love storytelling. I love the performing arts. Who am I not to, you know, go after my dreams and use my, you know, my talents and my gifts to show other people um, to show the younger generation of Asian American artists that what they want to do is completely possible. And that's really sort of what flipped it for me. It went from, oh, who am I to audition for these things to, who am I not to audition for these things? Because for all I know, like if I audition for something and I book a role and then a, a little, um, like, you know, a, a little girl or a little boy comes to see the show and they're like, oh my gosh, I see someone who looks just like me on stage. Like that is, that in it of itself would be everything I would need to know that I helped a young child see themselves in a profession where, you know, a lot of times um, we're not, like we as Asian Americans aren't super highly um, represented. And it's getting a lot better, which I really appreciate. Um, but it goes back to like, who am I not to, who am I not to just go for it? Who am I not to do this? And the whole idea that, you know, someone is better than me, or I don't know enough, or I'm not qualified enough, like, that is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Because if you have something that you feel, you know, you could sell, or you feel you could teach, chances are you have been doing that thing for a while. And I know that, you know, if I go to someone and I'm like, hey, can you like teach me how to do this? It, to me, it doesn't matter if they have, you know, maybe started a few months ago versus, you know, a few years ago. If they, if whatever they have, whatever their product is, whether it's a physical product or a digital product or, you know, it's coaching, whatever it is, if I know that they can get results and they've gotten results for other people, I want those results. Um, and I want them, I want that person to either help me get those results or, you know, I want to buy one of their products or buy one of their services. So it's, it's ridiculous when we think I, I don't know enough or I'm not qualified for this because chances are you do know enough. You are qualified for this and maybe someone can do the same thing different than you, but that doesn't mean they're doing it better than you. Like it, it doesn't mean that. And there was um, a quote that I think I've said on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. And I love this quote because it just sort of encompasses everything that we need to just like get over this like hump of imposter syndrome. And it is, there was someone out there less qualified than you doing what you want to do simply because you de they decided to believe in themselves. So basically what that quote is saying is, you know, there are other people out there who are less qualified than you, but they're doing what you want to do because they just decided to say, hey, I can do this. And that's all it really comes down to, right? Like, hey, I can do this. Yeah, I can do that. Or yeah, I can do this. So guys, why aren't we asking ourselves that question more? Like, hey, why can't I do this? Or hey, why can't I do that? 
And I think it's really, it's really rooted and it's really based in just sort of how we are, like how we view ourselves and how we view our services. And I think a lot of it is breaking through that resistance of, you know, there's someone out there who can do it better than I can. And something that I've learned in my experiences with just like everything um, at this point in my young adult life is that no one really knows what they're doing. We're all just sort of like stumbling along, figuring it out as we go. And it's kind of crazy because I've noticed that every time that I have applied for a job and at jobs I've worked at, I've always thought, oh, wow, like from from an outside perspective looking in, I'm like, oh, it just runs so smoothly and everyone here is just, you know, so good at their jobs and everyone just like really has it under control. And then when I've like joined and I've seen the other side, it's not as smooth as I think it is. Um, It's probably a lot more hectic than um, I first thought it was because now I can see like the inner workings of it all. So that's something that I think, you know, we, we as people, when we come up against this imposter syndrome, we think, oh, but look at this person over there, like they're running their business so well, or they're selling, you know, everything so quickly and they're doing amazing in sales. And yeah, that might all be true, but we, we don't know what's going on behind them or like behind that like closed curtain, right? So we don't know if maybe they were in your place at one time, or maybe if they, or maybe they are in the same place that you are. But the difference between, you know, the people who are sort of saying, I want to do this, but I'm scared, I, I'm scared to do this. And the people who are saying, you know, I'm scared to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's that action, right? It's that action. And it's the actually doing it part that sets, you know, those two groups of people apart. And that's how we really get over imposter syndrome. It's by doing it, um, you know, over and over again. And eventually we're just going to feel so confident in what we do. Like imposter syndrome, like it won't even be a thing. Like we won't even believe it's a, we won't won't even give it a second thought really. And let me sort of give you an example of this. Um, So when I first graduated, um, and if you've um, listened to podcast episodes before, um, you'll probably probably be kind of familiar with the story. Um, but when I first graduated from college, I had my theater degree and I was ready to take on the world. But I was so scared to call myself a um, an actor, a performer. I was so scared to call myself that. I would when people said, "Oh, like so, what do you do?" I would always say what I what my job was that I was working at the time, and then I'd say. Oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm a waiter, but I, I also act on the side or, oh, I teach after school theater classes, but I, I also like, you know, act and everything. And that was my own imposter syndrome creeping up on me without me even realizing it because I was just so stuck in my resistance of saying, Hey, like I'm an actor. Um, it took me a while to, you know, get through all of that, like mental stuff. For me to actually believe and say to people, yeah, I'm an actor. That's what I do. I mean, quite honestly, it took me probably over a year after graduation that I could confidently talk to someone and say, yeah, I'm an actor. That's what I do. Um, and I did hit a lot of that imposter syndrome because I was like, who am I to call myself an actor? 
I don't have like any like, you know, super major credits on my resume. I'm just starting out. I haven't worked on, um, you know, any major productions. I haven't worked at any major like theaters in the area. My resume is still pretty, um, pretty heavily like, you know, um, educational theater instead of professional theater. And so that really kept me from, you know, proudly stating, hey, I'm an actor. And if I'm being honest with you guys, it took a lot of open calls, a lot of auditions, and, you know, years before I finally was able to say, yeah, I'm an actor. That's what I do. And I really only got to that point because I kept, you know, auditioning and I kept going for these roles and I kept, you know, um, trying to go for these opportunities that might, like at one point, seem so far away from me. And, you know, that's how we get through our imposter syndrome or that feeling of, you know, not feeling good enough or not, or being scared we're not good enough at something. That's how we get through it. It's just by doing it. And it's just by, you know, putting ourselves out there, even though it's scary. And it's by saying, yeah, this is what I do. So, I mean, let me give you a non, um, like a non-performing arts example. So let's say that you are selling your, um... You're selling some items you crochet on Etsy. So you have absolutely beautiful items that you can sell on Etsy. And you're so scared to like post that first item because you don't know if it's actually going to sell or not. And you're just like, eh, do I really want to like put this out there? Is it good enough? That's all that resistance coming up from the imposter syndrome. And the only way you're going to get over that resistance is if you put up your listing on Etsy, click list and just let it happen. Now, everything else that happens after you click the click the list button, that's, you know, sort of out of your control at that point, but you just prove to yourself that you can list something on Etsy. And when someone buys that product from you, that's just going to give you all the confidence in the world. And then it'll give you the confidence to list something else. And someone's going to buy that item. And then you're going to list three more items. And then those items are going to be bought. And it's just going to be this huge snowball effect. And then... At some point, you're going to be like, yeah, I list items on Etsy and it's great. And I make money off of, you know, selling these really cute scarves that I crochet. And so I just wanted to really point out that the way we get through our imposter syndrome is by just doing the things that scare us, right? Like I was scared to call myself an actor. I just had to keep going for it. And, you know, keep, you know, working on booking roles and trying to book work. And then when I finally did and I finally got my first, um, my first, you know, real contract and I got my, um, I was eligible to become part of the stage union for actors, that was really the big turning point for me. And it took me over a year and a half to get to that point of being able to firmly and competently tell people, yeah, I'm an actor. And you know, your turning point doesn't have to be like, you know, these, you know, these milestones you set for yourself. They can be small little things. And you know, those small little, those small little things add up. And before you know it, this whole idea of, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, my stuff isn't good enough. Or, oh, I'm not qualified to do this. That's going to be a thought so far in the rearview mirror that you're not even going to think about it. You're not even going to um, like 
act, it's not going to actively cross your mind at all because you've proven to yourself that you can do it. And the more you prove to yourself that what you want to do is something you can do, that is what is going to get you over that hump and get you through that imposter syndrome because it takes time, right? As with any good thing, it takes time and it's going to be, you know, coming up a lot up against a lot of resistance, but the more time you put into telling yourself and showing the world that what you're doing is, you know, is in fact what you do, and the more time you spend claiming who you are and owning what you do, that is what's going to get you over and through that resistance of that imposter syndrome. And before you know it, you're going to be, you know, just saying, yeah, I'm an actor. I'm a photographer. Here are my grades. You want to work with me? There you go. And it seems like it can be so far away, but I promise you if you start now, start today, and just do one little thing, you know, each day, you're going to get there. I promise you will. It goes back to that old saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. And the same thing with building up confidence. Confidence just isn't something that all of a sudden, you know, comes in and like hits you and you have like all this confidence in the world. For some people, it might be like that. For me, it was not. I had to build up and work, work my way up that like confidence that I had within myself and confidence that I had with just what I was doing to get to where I am today. And, you know, there's still some things that I feel I'm still working towards. And I be- I'm a firm believer that we never actually stop learning. So there are always going to be new things to tackle, new things to work on, new things, to- new walls to break through. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about just, you know, being authentically us and just doing what we want to do. Because we get to have fun adventures, being creative doing the things that make us happy. And even if we have this unpo- this imposter syndrome, you know, the more we work at it, the less the imposter syndrome will be there. And before you know it, you're going to have broken free of that resistance. And you're just going to have this amazing, incredible, creative path that you have made for yourself that you are going to walk down fully with confidence and without any resistance. And... It sounds crazy, like, you know, it's very far off in the distance, but I promise that if you start now with small little things, remember, inch by inch, you are going to get there. I promise and I believe 100% that you will. So guys, thank you so, so much for joining me on this Monday for the podcast. Um, Before we leave, I wanted to... Let you know this episode was sponsored by my free Facebook group, Creatives Choosing Their Careers. We are an online group of entrepreneurs who have creative passions and we're working on turning those passions into careers. And I would love for you to join. Again, it's completely free. It's a wonderful group of people. Um, the link is in the description. And guys, it would also mean so, so much to me if you would um, rate and subscribe to the podcast, if you could leave a little review, um, that would be fantastic. Um, take a screenshot of the review and tag me on Instagram. All of my social media links will be in the description box as well. And guys, I hope you have a great start to your week, great start to your Monday, and I will see you on Thursday for another episode.